bones are some of the greatest structures in your body. You have 206 of them. Well, at the beginning of your life, there were 300 of them, but many, starting from those in your skull, fused as you were growing older. If you ever wonder what makes you grow, the bones are part of the answer. Growth plates are the end of long bones in your legs and arms. As long as they stay open, you keep growing. There are 26 bones in your foot and 54 in your hand, including the wrist. The longest and the strongest bone is the femur. It runs from your knee to your hip. The smallest one is in your ear, called the staves. Bones give you support and structure. They protect your vital organs, but not only that. Let's go inside your skeletal system to see what exactly is going on there and how bone marrow works. You may think of bone as a pretty dense, hard material, but the skeleton is not equally dense everywhere. Your body has two types of bone. The hard, dense one is something we call cortical or compact bone. This type makes up 80% of your skeleton and generally gives your body its structure. Another type is soft and spongy. We call it a trabecular bone. You can find it here inside big bones and in your ribs, skull, and pelvis. It's less dense, true, but it's still hard enough to protect you. The compact bone is denser, but it still varies throughout the skeleton, especially when it comes to long bones. They make up most of your limb bones, for example, your humerus, which is the long bone of your upper limb. The end part of a long bone is called the epiphysis. The compact bone is really thin at this point. It gets thicker at the shaft of the long bone. This dense tissue here is like a layer that covers the surface of your bones that helps bone growth. It has many nerve endings, including pain receptors and blood vessels. There are even bone cells that help maintain the outside surface of the bone when damage happens or just for regular maintenance. If you break a bone and tear the periosteum at the same time, this tissue is responsible for a majority of the pain you feel. Ouch! So if we cut a hole in the compact bone, you can see it's thick. But also, check this out. The inside of the bone is shallow. Now we're getting to the thing called the medullary cavity. It's the hollow part of your bone that reduces the weight of your bone. And yep, that's where the bone marrow is. You can see it right there. It's a soft, spongy substance made up of tiny pieces of bone shaped similar to needles. These pieces are arranged like a honeycomb. Bone marrow contains stem cells. They have the potential to turn into other types of cells that make up your body. You have stem cells across your body, but also in the bone marrow. There are two types of bone marrow, yellow and red. The red one contains blood stem cells that later become a different type of blood cells, 200 billion of them daily. This is the case with mammals in general. Blood formation mostly occurs in the marrow. And not only the marrow creates new blood cells, but it also works along with the spleen and liver when they need to destroy some old red blood cells your body doesn't need anymore. Then there's yellow bone marrow, mostly made of fat. It contains stem cells that can later become fat, bone cells, or cartilage. Bone marrow is generally in charge of producing brain and heart cells too. An average human has about 5.7 pounds of it in their body. Red bone marrow is located in the long bones, shoulder blades, and skull. With age, you can mostly find it in flat and long bones like that of your skull, ribs, hip bones, and vertebrae. You can find red bone marrow in spaces between your trabeculae, which is a fancy way to call these little beams of bone. It looks like they're all running in some random directions, but nope, 
The little beams are precisely oriented in the lines of stress your body go through on a daily basis. So, based on the things you do throughout the day and the activity you put your body through, they can build up, change, and help your body shape. Yellow bone marrow is situated in the hollow areas of those compact bones we've already seen. As the number of red bone marrow increases, the yellow marrow goes down. It works the opposite way too. Over your lifespan, you have a different ratio of red and yellow bone marrow in your body. First, you only have red bone marrow in your bone cavities. Then, the yellow one starts to replace some of the red bone marrow. In emergencies, for example, if you lose lots of blood, the amazing thing happens. Your yellow bone marrow can convert into the red bone marrow, so your body can produce enough blood cells to cover the loss. Also, since the yellow marrow stores fats, your body can use it for the last energy reserve when you're very hungry. The red bone marrow has its color because it holds hemoglobin. It's a type of protein located in red blood cells. It carries oxygen across your body to different organs and tissues. It also brings carbon dioxide from your tissues and organs back to the lungs. The yellow marrow has its specific color because there's a special pigment present in the tissue's fat droplets. This pigment is responsible for red, bright yellow, and orange colors in fruits, vegetables, and plants. In the human body, it acts as an antioxidant. The red marrow consists of active cells that multiply all the time, which is why they continually produce blood cells. The yellow marrow, on the other hand, contains inactive cells. So, your body is in a constant state of creating or repairing its cells, not only in the bone marrow. Sure, bone is living tissue, as we've said. The collagen your bones contain replenishes itself all the time, which is why you have a new skeleton approximately every 10 years. But the rest of your body constantly regenerates itself too, each part at its own pace. For instance, you get fresh liver cells roughly once every 300 days, and fat storage cells shift approximately once every 10 years. Your hair, fingernails, and toenails are also constantly growing. Your body will replace skin cells every 27 days. When your skin regenerates, you shed about 77 pounds of skin cells, mostly in the form of tiny flakes. That's something that makes up the majority of dust in your home. Your body will replace old hippocampal neurons with new ones every 20 to 30 years. The hippocampus generally plays a major role when it comes to all stages of creating new memories. First, it forms memories, then it organizes them, and later it stores them in a safe place. The hippocampus also puts together some sensations and emotions we later relate to these memories. Some scents can trigger a strong memory and vividly bring you back to the moment when you had a nice picnic with your family or took a trip, even if it was a long time ago. Regeneration is something you can often see in the rest of the animal kingdom too, but in different ways. When a gecko freaks out, it can drop its tail and grow a new one. A spider will grow a new leg if one of its legs breaks or falls off. Deer will shed its antlers and grow a completely new rack on an annual basis. That's one of the most extreme examples. Rabbits will regenerate parts of the earlobes when necessary. Bats are capable of regenerating certain parts of their wings. A tiny mouse can regenerate its skin and fix holes in its own ears. And do all that pretty quickly. Starfish, this amazing five-limbed creature, can also regenerate its arms, sometimes even its entire body. 
it can regenerate even if it only has one arm. As long as a starfish has the central nerve ring intact, it's good to go.